welcome back to another episode of Tipsy Talks. I'm Kristen. Leanne. And we have an exciting episode today. <laughs> yeah, I'm super. <laughs> you're, you're really hype about it. I love it. Um, we're excited to be bringing you another episode. And let's just kick it off quickly with a, a little segment that's grown to be one of my faves because I just really like alcohol. Uh, so Leanne, what's in your cup today? Oh, water. I feel like shit. <laughs> I mean, I support it. I get it. I totally get it. Um, I am drinking a mango White Claw because I'm extremely basic. And, you know, yeah. Um, so today's episode... That was a quick little what's in your drink because we're not really getting crazy in this episode. We're going to keep it a little bit more serious this week. Um, In this week's episode, we have another guest. I just read my dad joke. Oh, God. (laughs) I mean, I I support it. Sorry, I shouldn't have opened it yet. (laughs) Did you pick it out already? Yeah. (laughs) Just by looking at it, I figured it out. Sorry, go. (laughs) Um, so this week's episode, we have another guest with us, and she's she's on the line already. So I'm gonna do a little drum roll. <laughs> Amelia, welcome to the episode. Hi, thanks for having me. <laughs> we got a little cheering section going on. Um, so before we jump into what this episode is about, how have y'all been handling the world lately? I'm like, all of it's just so overwhelming for me. Like, I I honestly, like, I don't even know. Like, what do I even, how do you even, I don't know. That's where I'm at. That's my head. <laughs> I mean, I think that's everyone's head right now with, <laughs> with the world and how things have been. Uh, I mean, we're still kind of in quarantine. I mean, I don't know how your states look, but I'm currently in the yellow phase in well, in Philadelphia, PA is kind of all over the place, but Philly, we're in the yellow phase, which means I can kind of leave my house, kind of being the key word there. Yeah, we're doing um, shit out here. <laughs> I yeah. mean, I'm in New York. <laughs> I'm in New York, but we're kind of like in the hotbed of it all. So it's mm-hmm. like a little like we're kind of farther behind than like most states, but we just hit phase two yesterday. So. Okay. Um, which means like other stores can start opening, like you can start hanging out in small groups and things like that, which is a big step for New York. Yeah. So I'm finding out what stage I'm in. I feel like you're like way ahead of all of us. (laughs) No, I guess way, way ahead. I think we're just in phase two. Oh, well, all right. Well, then you're not that far ahead. Yeah. Cause not all of our salons have opened yet. Um, there's some outdoor dining. There's no indoor dining. Yeah, we just moved into, we just moved into phase two, like, four days ago. Okay. Potentially. I don't know, but all the Memorial Day stuff's gonna start popping up, and then two weeks from now, everybody that's been out going to the beach and everyone at all the protests and everything that'll start picking up yeah yeah there's gonna be a spike um, again soon is my oh i'm hoping there isn't though because i really want my summer plans to actually be able to happen (laughs) me freaking too (laughs) it's been like 
everything's been canceled so far, so fingers I've been crossed. Home from school since like early March. And oh damn. I have not well, I mean, I went to the store once last week, but that was the only time I've been out to do anything. So like I literally have not left my house for three months and I miss civilization. Oh, I Listen, you've left your house once and it was to go to your sister's, right? <laughs> yeah, I went to my uh, my brother's, brother's house, yeah, a couple weeks ago. And that was the first time I was out of the house since March as well. Like I've been working from home, all this stuff. So I mean, I was happy to do that. I'm leaving my house again this week to go to my sister's house. So it's not like I'm going anywhere significant yeah. to see family. Um, but yeah, so the world's just a crazy place. And that's why we do these episodes to kind of make sure all of our listeners can escape the crazy world and we can escape the crazy world because it's a lot better than having to deal with anything that's going on right now. Yeah. In my opinion. I agree. Yeah. But today's episode, although we want you guys to escape, we're going to be talking about some heavy shit again. Um, And we're super excited to have Amelia here. Um, Just a little disclaimer amelia is not joining the what's in her in your cup segment <laughs> because she's underage and again as you guys know from the last episode we do not promote underage drinking all that stuff mm-hmm. but you know i have a nice from episode bottle of water three. <laughs> yeah a bottle of water that that works <laughs> yes episode three we said that um but yeah so Today's episode, we have a heavy topic to talk about, like we said, and we're going to talk a little bit about bullying, you know, online bullying, uh, bullying in person, and how you can cope with it, and all that stuff. So, Amelia, let's talk a little bit about how we met first. I mean, social media is a a blessing. It is. Um, It is definitely a blessing. Yeah, we met through social media uh you listen to our podcast as well so thanks thanks for being a part of the audience we appreciate you (laughs) um and yeah we we all just kind of clicked and then we had a bunch of conversations and we figured that you would be a good fit for a guest on here to talk a little Mm -hmm. bit about this topic so i'm gonna hand the mic over to you uh maybe tell us a little bit about yourself and then you know talk to us about why you want to talk about bullying Okay, well, um, I'm 20. I'm from Long Island, and um, mainly I wanted to talk about this topic because um, I am someone who has been bullied, like, from a young age. So, um, I mean, everybody, I think, along the line in some sense has been bullied for one reason or the other, but um, I just wanted to discuss it because of everything like it means to me and like um just basically like tell like how it happened for me and things like that so um basically I wanted to um mention like how it is like when we're younger like for me it started when I was at like a young age um because I have been like overweight my whole life so that's been like one main thing that I've been bullied about um which I think is typical, especially for young kids who, you know, have a lot of questions about certain things. So, but um, yeah, I mean, like, I, I know that I used to get made fun of for what I wore because I was always bigger than other kids. Like I would never fit into like 
um, the same stores as like younger girls. Like I was always a little bit ahead of everybody in that area. So I know that for kids who are the same age as me, it was a little bit weird to see somebody not wearing like the same exact clothes and things like that. Yeah. Well, first of all, I'm just going to interject because I have a lot of <laughs> thoughts on bullying. Mm-hmm. Um, personally, I I never like had to deal with super harsh bullying. Yeah. But I've seen, you know, my friends and, and everyone deal with it. And I, my thing is, I know when you're kids, like you don't get it. You don't understand like people's situations, their lives, like whatever. I understand that. But I feel like at a certain point, you kind of realize when something's wrong, you know, like when you, when you say something, it's not right to say. And I just, I don't know. I don't understand why people would like make fun of other people about like their clothing, their size, their looks, like who, who the hell cares? It doesn't affect you. It doesn't do anything to harm you. You know, it has nothing to do with you. Why, why interject your two cents into it? There's so many times when it's like kids trying to not like they feel like they'll get made fun of if they don't join in making fun of other people yeah like I see that so many times like I think I've had like cousins where it's like they'll maybe it wasn't my cousins I forget but I feel like I've seen kids where it's like they join in a bullying and I'm like will you relax for five seconds you don't have to join in on this you little shits (laughs) yeah exactly 100% exactly but yeah I just want to say that go ahead continue continue continue. (laughs) um I also think that like bullying from like when we were a young age and like bullying now like as you're older is such a different but way more drastic I feel like when you're younger like it's like little things like could be clothing or like um maybe something like I don't know that you did but like now it's like I don't know, like, it it just seems to, like, kind of, oh, my God, what's the word? It's, like, it's so more unnecessary, almost, and bigger. Like, they kind of just kind of go after you for things that are almost unnecessary. Yeah. That makes sense? Yeah. No, it definitely, it totally makes sense. Yeah, you have a point there. When you are bullied or when you bully younger and when you're older they're two totally different completely types like totally different types and it's just I don't know I, I think never when really you're older it it's, that way when you're older it's such like a sly passive-aggressive bullying mm-hmm. that you don't even realize yeah. when you're like oh it's just jokes like no yeah. yeah I mean like it could start out as jokes and the next thing yeah. you know it's like backhanded compliments and you're just kind of sitting there like yeah that should not be said (laughs) like yeah I I think too as adults we kind of hide the word bullying behind the word judgment Mm -hmm. like being judgmental um you're not you're not being judgmental you're being a bully basically Mm -hmm. and I mean I'm I'm guilty I've been judgmental on many things you know I mean I think everyone is yeah but I think that there's a level of, of judgment that you yeah. reach where you actually start taking on the word bully fully instead of just the word judgmental. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, I was also thinking the other day, like, about um, the differences between um, 
what younger kids bully about and what um, older kids, maybe even adults will nitpick you for, like um, how like, like I mentioned before, it could be clothing like when you're younger, but I feel like it could also be clothing when you're older. Like I know that um, a lot of people like as they get older, they're more involved with like expensive clothing and things like that. And it's almost like if you're not wearing that, like, are you even like, I don't know, like if you're like, are you even the same as me? Like, I feel like some people almost feel that entitled that they need their friends to feel the same, like to be the same way. Yeah, you get like bullied if they're like, you're in a knockoff. I'd be like, I didn't waste my money for something that could get the exact same thing. Exactly. I'm not even gonna lie to you though. Like I have I have glasses, like sunglasses. They're not even like they literally say Ray-Ban on them, but like if you ask me how much they cost, <laughs> they're not nearly as expensive as regular Ray-Bans. Oh no, like, I got like ten dollar yeah. Ray-Bans in Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> I got like ten dollar Dior's. Matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter. They look good. You couldn't really tell. Like my Dior's are so hefty, they might have been stolen, and I got them for ten dollars. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like too when it comes to designer stuff, it's an age thing. You know, I'm at the age now. Like when I was in my like twenty to twenty one phase, I was like, I want to have designer everything. Yeah. When now at twenty five, I'm like, yo, I got this designer designer in quotes bag for like five bucks and I'm happy about it and I'm like showing it off like I don't care so it's definitely an age thing too it's also who you're around so much like when I was at one of my jobs there's so many people there that have like Gucci belts and all this stuff and I'm like shit I wish I was making the money like they are to at least just have like that like instead of my target belt it all just depends on where you are, who you're surrounded by, yeah, and everything like yeah. that. Because when I'm home, I'm like, I literally could care less. But when I'm out with every, with like at work, I'm like, well, I got my Target bag. What do you guys have? <laughs> and they're like, yeah. Gucci. I'm like, no. no, it's like at my school. It's like, I don't. I think I'm pretty sure we're a private school. I'm not sure if I remember. I might be completely wrong about that. But it's like when girls get dressed up to go out it's like these girls come out dripping in like in expensive clothes and I'm just sitting there in my old navy <laughs> joggers like just <laughs> hanging out and like I'm watching them all like get ready and go out and I'm just like really like like I don't know like of course they look good like you know claps to that but like in my head I'm like okay well where can I get the cheapest jeans you know, I, this outfit does not need to cost over a grand for me to enjoy myself. Like, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, I'm I'm more of like, if I'm going to buy anything designer or, you know, higher end, I want to buy it because I want it. I don't want to buy it because I want to know what someone in the club's going to think of me because I walked in with a Gucci belt. Yeah, because you, know, like, you don't, don't see don't that care. person again. Exactly. Like, I don't care. <clears throat> and I'm also like, am I going to use this once? Am I going to use it more than one time? Like, getting expensive shoes is, Adam, like, makes no sense to me. Because expensive yeah. shoes tend to not be that comfortable. Um, right. But, like, I better wear, like, want to wear this thing more than twice. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. Completely. And that's when, that's like, why I don't get it. Yeah. Exactly. But, like, you, then that's when, like, I normally see, like, some people and they have, like, 
several different colors of certain things and I'm always there like like if I bought something I would probably have to save up my money for who knows how long and then like what happens like if I lose it or you know like I don't understand how they can like you know I don't know yeah also when you're making your own money and you're not like making a lot of it and you have bills that you need to pay yeah you ain't worried about that gucci bill i'm worried about making sure my car bill is paid yeah (laughs) i need my insurance all my credit card bills need to be paid yeah anything designer exactly that's why when people bully over stuff like that i'm like you don't know the person's life like you don't this person could be sitting on so much money and they're choosing wisely not to buy you know, those yeah. Louboutins that I they're never going to wear? I have for those people. Let's just put it that yeah. way. Oh, same, same. The people who, like, have money but don't show it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's, I don't get the point. That's just a target to say, like, hey, come rob me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no? exactly. If I had money, people would have no idea. Oh, same, same. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's different for, like, celebrities and higher-end people because they can hire security to watch out for them. Yeah. But, yeah. like, the people in Philly, and no no shade to them if, if, like, any of them listen and they have money, but, like, if you have money and you're walking around with, like, your Gucci fanny pack, your, like, <laughs> Louis wallet, and, like, all this stuff, you have, like, 17 different designers on you. That's just a target for someone to come, I mean, literally. Long Island is the exact same way, though, because, like, I mean, pretty much everywhere you go, there's a beach. So, like, you know that there's houses on the water. You know that those people have good jobs because in order to live there, like, they need to have a decent amount of money. So, I mean, I feel like I'm not even going to apologize because I feel like all of my Long Island friends that are going to end up listening to this 100% know that I'm right. So... (laughs) bullying for like material stuff I don't get that I don't get bullying in general but like when it comes over material stuff I'm like that's just yeah that's just you're just really insecure you just want what that person has yeah Yeah. it's like it's based it just almost kind of forms clicks like I I'm like proud to be in a sorority where like we strive on not having clicks like shout out to my sorority for that um but like I feel like it's it's so noticeable too like when you walk around like campus or even in high school like you knew who was part of what clique like you knew who was part of what group because of like how they acted who they were and I'm not shading anybody whatsoever but um it's just I mean it's almost it's almost like everybody kind of knows that like that's that's high school that's college like you cut you see it yeah you also not being in a sorority ever you always expect the sororities and fraternities to be the ones that are the most judgmental oh yeah I'm not I'm not even gonna lie before I start I went out for like recruitment and stuff I always thought that like that's the way it was going to be because everyone seems so close-knit but like in reality it's the whole sorority and fraternity life that's like not a clique but like they're a huge group like everybody kind of comes together you go to each other's events and it's like really fantastic because the support is everywhere yeah yeah I was the same way though I wasn't in a sorority and when I was in college I kind of like had that thought that they were all going to be judgmental and I have friends that were in sororities and I I mean obviously it's not true for every sorority but that was a fear of mine too because I was like I don't want you to judge me just because I didn't join you or like that's that's what my perception was a lot of them but then getting to know people who were in sororities like yours who, like, they don't, they're not judgmental, they don't really care. No, not at all. Like, None of my stuff. sisters have a judgmental bone in their body, like, 
Yeah, that's awesome. That's really awesome. Yeah. But yeah, Philly's the same way, though. We have, like, a lot of cliques. Growing up in, like, grade school and high school, there were just cliques of people. And I don't want to say they were judgmental, but, like, all of Philly is judgmental. So, like, I can't really say they're not either. So, (laughs) yeah. um, But, yeah, I (laughs) I've been there once. Well, maybe more than once. But, I don't know. My uncle lives, like, 40-some-odd minutes outside of Philly. So, like, we went, like, I want to say, like, at least five years ago. But, um I didn't really, like, we were only, you know, he lives outside, so, like, we didn't, like, stay in Philly, so, like, I wouldn't know, but, like, I just, like, I've only been there, like, once, so I don't really have much experience. Oh, before last year, I hated everything to do with Philly, and I have no shame with (laughs) I hated every ounce of anything involved with Philly. Yeah, she did. (laughs) Never had good experience in Philly. I almost died twice when I went to Philly, and then (laughs) last year, I was just like, I'm gonna spend less money and go play things in Philly, and then I... (laughs) fucking met her in a while. <laughs> I mean, I'd like to say that I'm the good Now I want to live in Old City, so yeah. here we go. <laughs> but Old City is like, that's a completely different spot. Old City is very much like my town that I lived in. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. If you look at Old City and then you put South Philly, which is where I'm from, next to each other. Oh, they no. are next to each other. <laughs> no, I mean like if you put them like list pros and cons yeah. next to each other. They're two very, very, very different places. I would say Old City is much like my small-ass town. Yeah, I would say so, too. Right on the water. Mm-hmm. South Philly is very much like, if you were born in South Philly, you either want to get out of here or mm-hmm. you want to literally be buried under the <laughs> cement up your street. Like, that's how these people are here. <laughs> well, they make enough holes there. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> they do. <laughs> they do. That's why there's so many holes. Yeah. Um, just burying people every day. <laughs> <laughs> Come um, to Philly to die. <laughs> I promise there are good points about us, but, like, <laughs> the truth, though, that you either want to stay here forever or you want to get out. What there's you, no where, in between. Where are you at? I want to get out. I want to get out. <laughs> My sister was listening to our episodes, and she called me, and she was like, Hi, Melissa. Hi, Melissa. You're getting a shout-out, finally. My brother, Matt, got one. My sister got one. Let me, you know what? Let me just throw my family. Trish. Trish. We bought Boss Babes. (laughs) Yes, Trish. Shout-out to you um, for buying that. Also, let's just do a little quick. Matt, I'm not offended. You're the only one that doesn't follow, isn't my friend on Facebook. I'm not offended. (laughs) My whole family is just going to start friend requesting you now. Um, I'm going to. Except for Matt. I'm gonna say to my family, thanks for listening. Y'all got a shout out now. You can all leave me alone. Um, but yeah, my sister was listening to this and she was literally like, you don't sound like you're from South Philly. I'm the only one in the family that doesn't have an accent like people from Philly. Yeah. Well, I mean, do I? Do I sound like I'm from New York? No. I don't think so. I no. mean, my dad really does. Like the way my dad talks, because he's lived like in Queens, like all over Long Island, that kind of thing. And like, he can, you'll hear it in my dad for sure. But like, for me, I don't feel like, I mean, it depends on who I'm talking to, I guess, but like, I don't feel like you'd be able to tell. Yeah, no, I, I don't think you can tell at all, to be honest with you. But I'm the same way. Like if I'm talking to people from South Philly, like if I see someone from high school on the street, my accent comes back. (laughs) Like, it's just the way it is. And when I'm in work, I have a super professional, like, tone like this. So, but I'm one of those people that doesn't want to stay in South Philly. So I'm okay with my accent being gone. 
like totally cool with it like y'all you can literally never come back and I'm fine with it <laughs> I still love where I'm from but I I know what what's going on here and I don't I don't think it's safe to stay but that's a conversation for another day <laughs> um I'm a but yeah with accents I don't think I have like whatever accent I'm around you do that's you actually really such a valid point though like sometimes I feel like I'll be like talking to somebody who has an accent and then all of a sudden my like speaking starts to form into the way they're speaking yeah like all the time and I'll have to be like I'm like really self-conscious about it too because they'll like call me out on it and I'll just be like sorry (laughs) like didn't mean to do that to you but I'll be on the phone with my friend that lives in Georgia and just have the thickest Georgian accent like southern accent I'll literally I could be on the phone with one of our family friends from Canada for just like five seconds and I'll already start with his accent like we were up in Canada like it was my accent was full-on Canadian the entire time that we were there and yeah I can hear the hints of your accents just because I'm so like my brain just like hears that shit like I can I always make fun of Kristen like always yeah. be like oh yeah is that what's that word that you just said there like <laughs> sorry what is that why are you why, why is that plural I didn't I didn't know that word was plural um we strayed really really far from the yeah, topic the that hell we are we talking supposed about to? let's go to social um, media <laughs> yeah but yeah, speaking of uh one of the <laughs> one of the biggest uh, platforms for bullying, unfortunately, is social media because we live in a world where people can't go without it for literally five seconds. Um, so why don't we talk a little bit about how much social media has influenced, you know, bullying and the way that it's done now? I honestly think bullying is a hundred times worse with social media. Um, bullying itself, like in person, can't really get that far unless you're with the person who is bullying you or the person you are bullying so it really can only happen like at certain times but with social media it could happen anytime anywhere any place like it it doesn't matter like you can literally use any platform um to like hurt somebody and like do whatever you want like through there so I I think for sure it's much worse now that social media is a huge thing yeah I definitely agree with you um like you said it it happens so quickly when it comes to social media mainly because we have everything literally in the palm of our hands like you can check every platform that you have a profile on within the next five minutes and you can get all of that information um I think the problem too with social media is that you have keyboard warriors who like people who would never say this stuff to your face just start spreading all this stuff about you on social media and it gets to you quicker and it gets to more people quicker because of that whereas bullying face-to-face I mean you have people that bully face-to-face but it's rare now I mean people are afraid to do it yeah they're they're better off behind a screen yeah, and I feel like nowadays that bullying has been out there more. There's way more bystanders that are willing to stick up for other people, especially when it happens in person. Yeah. But now that, like, social media is a thing, there's so many ways that you can, like, you can pretend to be other people. You can, um, you know, just hide yourself behind a screen and have nobody really know who you are. 
and you yeah. can just kind of just really get to somebody very easily that way yeah yeah social media is definitely i don't know i love it but it's just really it's not safe sometimes i like to call it a blessing and a curse oh for sure there is so many reasons why it's amazing like i can't even tell you how many friends i'm able to keep in touch with because of it and how many people um i've like actually like especially you guys like people i've met over social media that i've become really good friends with you know um that kind of thing but i mean there's also that other side where it can really torment somebody especially when like I i hate to be this person but like sometimes parents or like adults that aren't really in the same generation don't really get it mm-hmm. almost where like yeah. you could try to tell them like what's going on but it's going to take a lot more for them to understand what's yeah. happening to you and I feel like that's kind of where there's like a disconnect because I feel like a lot of kids want to tell their parents if they're being cyber bullied but they're like fearful that their parents will understand yeah and I think too going along with the generational idea the thing is when it came to bullying like way back parents would be like just fight back a lot of times or ignore but now or ignore yeah but now when it comes to social media parents are it's easier for parents to fight back for their kids I've seen parents like go at other kids for oh bullying. my mom has done that yeah and it's like it's become a huge thing on social media first of all I mean social media is just the biggest portal for everyone to throw their opinions at which is what the purpose yeah. of it is I get that but yeah you have adults that will just throw and sometimes they won't even just be bullying the bully they'll be bullying just people in general just to yeah. do yeah, it yeah they just get like excitement out of just being yeah. a dick yeah it's like those <laughs> people that like and I'm one of them I'll sit there and like read a Facebook fight oh hell comments. yeah I love it. I love reading it. I love but sometimes fights. when it gets to a certain point, then I'm like, all right, now you're being a little ridiculous, a little mm-hmm. rude. It's unnecessary. And but, people but like yeah. to nitpick every little thing too. Like it doesn't even matter. Like you could say something wrong and not mean it that way, but somebody will like go after you for saying yeah, it that like, way. Especially if your grammar's wrong. Oh, the Jesus. people that will. That, ruins, that ruins it so fast. <laughs> it ruins it so fast, but like people will stop bullying you for whatever they were originally bullying you on just to yeah. like dig at you I for mean, your grammar. Oh, exactly. Did you go to school? <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's awful. Oh man. Yeah. Social media, like you said, is definitely a blessing and a curse. Um, and the one thing that you mentioned was like fake profiles. And yeah. I saw that happening a lot in, like, school and, like, high schools. Even in college, I saw it. Oh, it like, yeah. Yik like, Yak. Yeah, people. Do you remember Yik Yak? Oh, my God. You were I feel like I remember that. What so is Yik Yak, that? Yik Yak was an app that it was completely anonymous. And it was literally just a thread. And it would only go by your location. So when I was on LaSalle's campus, I can only pick up the people that were in my radius. And you can post whatever you wanted anonymously. And people either like it or, like, I don't know if you can reply to it, but I know you can like it and it would push it to the top of the feed. So that was like that. a big social media platform for people to make fun of other people. Never like heard it was, of it. Yes. And I would always, I would sit in my classes, my fr- it was mainly my freshman year, and like read through Yik Yak to see if anyone was making comments about me. 
on there because like you didn't you didn't know these people so i could have walked into one of my halls to go to class and they could have been like oh girl in the red shirt and like flip-flops blah blah blah, blah. like they could have said whatever about That's me like and i would never know who like if that were yeah if i was like actually like religiously on that app i feel like i would have actually gone insane Oh, I did. I was going absolutely insane. But then I found, like, one person had, like, a full love story on Yik Yak, and they were, like, this girl with whatever color hair, they were looking for them in some building, and, like, people were trying to help this person. That was cute. It was, like, the Snapchat thing that happened a few years ago. That was cute. But, like, when I was sitting in my class, I was, like, listen, the whole app was a ridiculous idea, but it made it such an easy way to bully people that you didn't even know for no reason. Like, yeah. you could have seen this person for five seconds walking past you, and you could have made fun of them by just posting it on this app. And if people thought it was funny, it would be pushed to the top. And, you know, if they saw the red girl, the, the girl with the red shirt and the flip-flops, hey, they'd post another thing about you. That's why I was on it constantly checking because I'm like, I need to make sure no one's talking about me. Like, literally the worst thing about bullying and cyberbullying in general is that nobody knows you as a person. Like, they all go off these preconceived notions about how you are as a person, but, you know, they'll, like, take that and run, but, like, they don't know you. They don't know what you're like. They don't know if you're a cool person. Like, for all they know, you could literally be, like, one of the most bomb-ass people, Mm -hmm. like, to know, and, like, they'll just be making fun of you off of one thing that they saw or one thing that they heard, and they don't even know anything. Exactly. Exactly. That's why it's, like, social media bullying, and I'm not saying bullying is right, because I don't condone it at all, but, like, social media bullying is literally, like, such a cop-out. Like, you don't know that person at all. Especially if you're anonymous. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, you don't have a a real reason. Usually bullying, when it happened face-to-face most of the time, people had reasons. They either just didn't like you Mm -hmm. and wanted to make your life a living hell. Or, you know, they really had beef with you. But, like, social media, you can literally pick any random person. Yeah. And, and just they, like, and they I don't, don't like your profile picture. Yeah, and they're, like, they can be anonymous. So, it's, like, they can literally attack you for every little thing and not have to say it to your face. Which I think people who do that are straight-up chicken shits because mm-hmm. you can't say it to my face. I don't want to hear it. Like, Exactly. Exactly. The only yeah. – people feel so powerful behind a screen. The only reason why you're saying shit about me or trying to make me feel bad or guilty or whatever is because you're by yourself behind that screen and because of that you feel powerful. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't know how you feel powerful with that though. I've again, like I judge people. I am a judgmental person sometimes, but I've never sat there and like wrote about anyone on social media or ever like tried to bully anyone but I can't see how someone would feel powerful with that like I don't know maybe power within like the moment but then like what do you have after that like hey look at this message I sent to someone that I don't know honestly it it makes it makes people look so stupid exactly yeah like I don't know how you can like if if you're somebody who cyber bullies people like all the time I don't know how you can feel proud of yourself yeah. Like, wh- what do you have to show for yourself? The fact that you sat behind a screen and just, like, bullied somebody. Like, what what did you get out of that is my yeah. question. And the thing, too, with cyberbullying is that it never goes away. 
like when you put there stuff are on the internet, have lost their jobs because of like right. old cyberbullying and stuff that exactly. people have done and can link you back to. Yeah, exactly. Like you can even just look at like celebrities and stuff when they've ever tweeted anything that was, you know, wrong. They it comes back to haunt them like years later. Kevin Hart tweeted something like way back maybe 2011 mm-hmm. that caused him to not be able to that caused him to withdraw him from hosting the Oscars. I yeah, think I exactly. That. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's the thing too that I don't get when it comes to cyberbullying. Again, I don't get the concept of bullying in general, but cyberbullying like that stuff it literally stays on the internet forever. Like, you yeah. can delete it from your profile, but that does not mean it's gone. And people- You don't know who screenshot it. it. Exactly. Oh, like, whether you, whether you had it up for a second or, like, 10 months, like, you- that That's always going to be there. So I never understood why people would still do it. And then, like, oh, it wasn't me. I hear a lot of people say, like, oh, that wasn't me doing it. I was hacked. Oh, you were hacked that. and they just wanted to send this? Yeah. Come on. Bullshit. Yeah. I don't know. And they, like, repeatedly sent it? Yeah. What do you think are some things that, like, future generations could do about it? Um, like, to well, stop honestly, it, prevent it, or just anything like that? Um, I think being an advocate, number one, because um, obviously – I feel like everybody at some point or another knows how it feels to get bullied and you can, you honestly feel like shit. It doesn't make anybody feel good no matter what it's about. Yeah. Um, so being somebody who like stands up for somebody who's been through it or like can speak from experience, I think can really help people in the future and maybe just not taking what people say to heart. And I know that's easier said than done, especially for people like me, but a lot of time people who don't know you can say whatever they want about you and not feel guilty, but like, you know who you really are. Your yeah. friends know who you really are. If they're saying things that hurt you, obviously what they're saying is not true because you don't like that they're saying that about you, you know? So at the same time, you have to make sure that you're not letting it bother you in that way. Yeah. I think that's really good good advice for people of younger generation especially because they're only going to grow up knowing cyberbullying probably like they're never going to have that face-to-face bullying and I think cyberbullying can be a little bit harder to to deal with because of the fact that it could be there forever and it can you know be completely so fast too and you have the ability to yeah and then there's a time where it's like you don't for all you know, it could be, like, who you think is your best friend is sending the mess- these messages. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like, that's going to make exactly. kids not trust anybody. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so how do you cope with every with all this, any type of bullying? How have you risen above it? And what kind of would be your advice to anyone dealing with bullying and how to just move, not really move on from it, but kind of grow from it yeah um like I said before I think the best thing to do is to like know who you are like obviously like I said before if it's bothering you it's most likely not true um I know that like for me the best thing for me to do is to sometimes just take um either like completely remove myself from the situation and let it do what it wants to do or um, tell somebody and get it figured out. I know that 
um, sometimes it's not easy to get, um, like, I mean, it sounds like it should be easy where we are technologically, like now, but sometimes it doesn't always, like, you need a certain amount of proof or an IP address or whatever to find who's doing it, so sometimes it can get a little iffy there, but I think for me, the best thing I've done is kind of just subtract myself from the situation and just kind of live my life, like, I shouldn't really be letting other people's comments bother me. Like I will go outside and do something with my neighbors or I will like call a friend and do something with them instead. Just something to get my mind off of it. And the next thing I know, it's not even bothering me. Like it will take a couple days, but I know that like at the end of the day, like it, it'll, it'll pass. Like it's not something to be, you know, that worried about basically. Yeah. And I think, too, a big piece of advice that I would say, because I just recently did this, is to completely do a social media cleanse. And there's nothing wrong with not at all. literally deleting the apps from your, your phone, not seeing it for a while. Because the problem is, I mean, especially with younger generations, they literally live through social media. Like, everything well, they, they do they have a heart attack to. if anything happens to it. Exactly. Like everything has to go by, you know, social media standards. And my one thing is, you know, take a step back from it because it truly, it will do you wonders. You might think it won't. You might think that you absolutely need it, but I took a cleanse for a couple of days and I literally felt like, you know, a completely new person. And I wasn't even going through anything like that. I just mentally needed to get away from it. So for those who are dealing with some bullying, you know, take a step back. There's nothing, you don't have to delete your profile. Just like delete it off your phone for a few days. Live yeah, life. You're not required to be on social media. So it's exactly. okay if you're not yeah. on it. I literally exactly. spent the other day last week sitting at my kitchen table in complete silence, no TV on, nothing on, didn't talk to a single soul all day. Kristen can even vouch for that because I did not speak to her at all until like nine o'clock at night. Mm -hmm. And I just sat and I literally played solitaire with actual cards and just like did not touch any electronics all day. Yeah. It does wonders, man, for your, for your mind. No. And then I was like perfectly fine and amped on life the next day. Yeah. And here's the thing too, like there are people in your life that do care about you and would never say these things to you so go and spend time with them and I know it's a little hard right now but with like quarantine and like the world how it is but you know I took time being with my family I took time like I I still was talking to my friends but I wasn't attached to my phone like I didn't give my phone my entire attention and I felt so much better about myself so go be with people who love you, who care about you, who would never hurt you in this way, because you're going to realize the things that are being said to you, like you said, they don't matter. You know, they don't define who you are. The people who care about you, the people who want to be in your life, that's who matters. And that's who, you know, will help hype you up. Sometimes we just need a little hype, man, when when shit like that happens. Yeah. I honestly feel like something that actually helps me too. um, I mean, this only works if you're old enough to drive, which I'm pretty sure everybody listening to this is probably old enough to drive but um, yeah, if you can't drive you're listening to this go away because i don't <laughs> I, speak, I don't have a great language <laughs> you should not be listening to this <laughs> but i mainly feel like sometimes for me like even if it's just like my parents that are bugging me or for something but i feel like um i just like to like get in my car 
like have a little route that I go on and then like listen to some good music and sometimes that itself is enough to clear my head yeah yeah definitely you just need a break yeah that's what you need to do and sometimes breaks are a good thing and another thing is uh that I want to say don't be afraid to tell someone even if you don't think they're gonna believe you yeah still tell them like people need to be aware that this is happening and people need to be able to help you figure out how to either get it to stop, how to get these people, you know, how to catch these people. Because some bullying can be really, really extensive to the point where it could harm someone so much that they might, you know, want to hurt themselves or hurt other people. Yeah. So if you feel like you're in a situation like that or you know someone in a situation like that, please don't be afraid to speak up. And like, if you're listening to this, literally you can dm me or dm DM amelia like we will listen we will tell someone for you or if you even don't want us to tell anyone we'll just let you vent like that's what we're here for we don't that's what our submissions are for (laughs) on our website yes link is on our instagram go submit (laughs) some stuff to us (laughs) your stories your questions whatever you want to tell us go there yeah but yeah, I think that's some, some good <laughs> advice from all three of us as we plug ourselves in there. For real though, uh, if you do want to talk to somebody, if you just want to let it vent it out, even send it to us and just put it in there like, hey, I don't want this to go on the website. Uh, the link is yeah. on our Instagram, which our Instagram is at tipstockspodcast. Uh, yeah, and all of our links are on there, and you'll be able to find Amelia on there when we post this. We have her little special card in the story. Yes. And then it'll be in the highlights of the stories. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, reach out to us. But one thing I do want to say, though, if you're having, if you're, like, really being bullied, and it's to the point where you feel like you need to get professional help with it, you can reach out to us, yes, but please reach out to someone that can actually help yeah. you within seconds because if we're not in your area, we're not professionals. We can't do that. We'll listen to you, but please no reach out shame. to whoever you need professionally. No shame yeah. in a therapist. Absolutely I not. Loved having my, I loved having a therapist. Yeah, no shame at all. I just can't afford it right now. But get a therapist. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Mental health is important. I know that's so important. Please go listen to episode four. (laughs) Yes, episode four will talk all about why it's so important. I'm sure it's a great episode. We just haven't filmed it yet. (laughs) (laughs) It's fine. Oh, we're in the future. (laughs) So I found these little cards I actually feel like is a great thing. I didn't even realize they were sitting on the kitchen table. Mm -hmm. And it's it was something of my sister's, I think, that we found in a box in the garage. Uh, but it's 52 silly things to do when you're blue. Oh, so I thought it was funny. Cute. So let's see what one is. Oh, I love that. Okay, let's shuffle it. Let's, let's Read go. three of them. Let's go tarot card shuffle. Let's see the three that fly out. Got one. You listen to episode three. We talk about numerology and tarot and stuff. Yeah. Yes. Okay, one more. I'm excited to see this. I'm going to take this. Right? Okay, so here we go. So we've got, the first one that flaw is funny photos. So it's dig out those envelopes of trip photos you haven't put in an album yet and create an adventure scrapbook. 
Another one is matinee movie. Pull the movie listens out of the paper. You can tell how old this is. Uh, and see what matinees are playing. This is a particularly good idea if it means procrastinating on a postponable chore. Work through lunch so you can escape from the office for a little. Da 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 da. School and then <laughs> festival of animation. Rent the animated movie you loved best as a child. Libraries often often have classics and have an animated movie festival. Invite friends to bring your favorites. Serve that's popcorn so and your favorite childhood snacks. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. That's well, so guys, cute. listening, go do these things if you're feeling blue. I'm going to add go this to everything. Yeah, <laughs> Every episode, let's pull some. I like this. New Tipsy Talks tradition. Sick. Okay. We have so many traditions for this podcast. I know. I'm going to start adding it in there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I think this was a really good episode, though. Very informative. Um, I mean, we appreciate hearing your story and you sharing it yeah, with everyone. Yeah, thank you for wanting to come on and being open to talking about it all with us. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And like we said, on our Instagram, there will be a little meet our guest card where we'll have some fun facts about Amelia and her Instagram. If you guys want to go follow her, we recommend doing so. And, you know, if you want to talk to her about more of her story, I'm sure she'll be willing to talk to you guys. Definitely. All right, I think we uh, we should get to the big moment of – the podcast, Leanne's fave. <clears throat> I don't remember the ready? tune that you liked last time. Neither do I, to be honest with you. It's fine. It never stays the same anyway. This is the the Tipsy Talks way. <laughs> Dad jokes with Lee and okay. Um. Wow, oh, that was new. I love it. Yeah, here we go. So, I used to be in a band called The Hinges. We opened for The Doors. (laughs) (laughs) I think that was one of your better ones. (laughs) I love it. I quite love that one. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Oh, man. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Thanks to Amelia again for being a part of this episode. Thank you. Uh, you. (laughs) If you guys want to go follow us. Instagram is at Tipsy Talks Podcast. Twitter at Tipsy Talks Pod. We don't really ever go on there. Sorry, Never. but you know. Um, our personals are on our our podcast. Instagram can't talk today, apparently. And go check out our website. The link is on our Instagram. Again, submit your Christy stories. made a bomb and- website, so go visit it and mm-hmm. subscribe to it because that's apparently yes. a thing you can do. Yeah, I can't promise you we'll send you emails, but you, know, you never know. Who knows? Maybe one day. And please like, share, do everything to anything that we do. Yeah. Go like us on Facebook. Oh, shit. We made a Facebook page. We did a Facebook page thing. Um, Yeah. Go do all the things to all the websites. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Thanks so much. I like you a lot. Bye. Bye.